Welcome to Breaking the Chokehold. You know, this is a weekly podcast where we dive deep into the world of mindset skills and entrepreneurship opportunities and strategies for personal and business success. All right, guys, I'm Doug Horco, and I live by the motto, everything you ever wanted is on the other side of fear. And I'm Glenn LaPointe. And together, we're here to help you design the business and life you love, tackling those invisible forces that hold us back. Because I fully believe success is 80% mindset and 20% opportunity. So no matter how good the opportunity is, if you don't have the right mindset and success strategies, you will never see your opportunities to fruition. So in a sense, you will quit when the going gets tough. That's right, Glad. And you know what, guys out there? We're just two ordinary guys becoming extraordinary. And we've created this one-of-a-kind podcast to catapult you to create more time freedom, financial freedom, and geographic freedom in your life, something that we are both looking for. You know, but in essence, that really means just become the best version of you and building something you love and really focusing on living your best life. So each week, Glenn and I are going to bring you some really great personal stories, lessons learned, and insights from other experts and other entrepreneurs who have fought their way from their own chokeholds, and that's their fears and self-doubts, and built a rock-solid foundation of mindset skills and strategies to find success in their personal life, career, and or business venture. So ultimately, this podcast series is an exhilarating journey to help you make the rest of your life the best of your life. And I want to sort of kick off this podcast a little bit today with a great quote from the late Steve Jobs. You know, and he says, your time is limited, so don't waste it on someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living the results of other people's thinking. And don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. But most importantly, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. It rings so true, doesn't it, Glenn? Oh, it absolutely does. And with that, let's get this party started. So, Doug, from getting to know you, I understand you've had quite a turnaround in your entrepreneurship journey. So can you share a bit about that? You know, absolutely, Glenn. You know, a few years back, you know, I was stuck in a rut and I always refer to it as a rat in a wheeled cage that was spinning around, spinning its wheels and its legs going nowhere really fast. You know, I just didn't know what my vision of my uh, best life was and I was really just stuck in a rut and I had a lot of fears and limiting beliefs to really go find who this authentic person is and what these desires were and what my best life could be. But, and you know what? And I'm not alone because I recognize that so many other people just like me, they make promises to themselves. And every new year, we just came from, you know, January 1st, right? And in the moment we set these goals and we really mean them, you know, and we dream of what the potential of what our best life could be and how great it would feel to be that best version of ourselves and experience more life. You know, but even though that vision of achieving that new life can be so amazing, you know, most often than not, though, we end up breaking those promises we that we make to ourselves. You know, our, it's because, though, we have subconscious programming, previous subconscious programming in our mind, and it is so strong, but it's full of fear and limiting beliefs, and it prevents us from moving forward. And even though we've set these new goals every new year, we often revert back to the exact same person 
person we were just because of these chokeholds. But the great thing is, is that we, it does not have to be this way. We all can develop new subconscious habits. And I know, Glenn, you're going to share some really great information because you're, a ma- you're studying your master's in NLP. And, and in essence, right, breaking through chokeholds is all about learning new mindset skills. But one thing I hope that I never it happens to me or anybody else there that's listening is that you become stuck in the same place year after year, right? It's like living in Groundhog Day, going through the same emotions, experiencing the same depressing uh, life or careers or relationship, and you're not doing anything about it because, you know, and I want to be able to do because when people, and it's all because they have negative stories in their head, and these are just bad mental habits, bad patterns, and so people often stay on the sidelines. They don't play the game of life full on. They watch others make progress and that even makes them even more crazy when they see other people have success, right? So the one thing that we must do is you've got to you've got to take risk. And I know when people say, "Oh, you got to take risk." That's uh, you know, that's really difficult because I don't like taking risk. And I get it because our body and our brain, our 2000-year-old brains are biologically wired to avoid risks, right? You know, during the years of the caveman, we would have to find food, but yet we would always uh, be looking around. Where's that? Where's that dinosaur? Where's that lion? It's going to eat us up. So we got to, we're always scared that there's going to be some risk in doing something, but you have to take risks in order to live your best life. And I want to be able to share a little bit of a quote that resonates with me. And I know Glenn, you're going to play on this with your NLP a little bit, but you know, when you get in your head, you're dead. And so what I mean by that, anytime, that you have a little bit of doubt in your mind, you are not going to fully see your goals to fruition. There is no doubt about it because when there's a little bit of a doubt, you're going to be out and it's because you're just not going to develop the right confidence and stick-to-itiveness and the skills in order to move forward on your goals. So with that, it's like you have to, and for me in particular, I've had multiple chokeholds that were preventing me from designing a business and life I love, right? I was always worried about my career. I was worried about the time that I would not be able to spend with my family. I was worried about spending money on a new business. I was worried about, well, what if the tax man steals it all? Or I was worried about what if I fail or what if I'm not smart enough? And what if people think I look so stupid starting my own business, right? And that's the problem. People have so many chokeholds and they just cannot move forward. And I can't tell you enough about there's so many people people that fear looking, starting small, that they never start their own business. But I got to tell you, you got to give yourself permission to start small before you can become great. So Glenn, that's what I wanted to share about chokeholds today. And I want to know from you though, my friend, so where are you right now in your life as it relates to chokeholds preventing you from achieving the success that you want? Thanks, Doug. Uh, Before I answer that, I just wanted to point out that I really liked what you said about promises that we make to ourselves. We are uh, more often than not stopped by the programs that we run through our subconscious. And so that's why uh, we should never sit and wait on true intent. Um, And this part actually segues to my answer to your question. Um, I would say that I'm working on my goals with true intent. I can honestly say that my issue leading up to a few days ago even uh, was that I always had an excuse for not doing something. My partner can attest to that. And the beauty of having her in my life is that she called me on it. 
So now I am, I'm, I'm working on not making excuses to not follow my path to my ideal life and the pursuit of what my passion drives me towards. And that's basically, uh, in a nutshell, what I'm doing. You know, that's awesome. So what are some of those mindset insights as you've been studying NLP and learning how to direct your mind? So share with me and the audience about just what you're using and what kind of tools and, and what kind of methods and steps are you using to break through those? fears and not come up with excuses and going for that ideal life. So in the order to overcome a stagnant mindset, your desire to commit to change has to become greater than your desire for the things to stay the same. Motives are what drive us through life. Motivation lives inside of us. So I feel self-worth influenced by the human experience can negatively justify the limitations that we actually put on ourselves. And in order to become aware of these limitations, all we have to do is listen to what our inner voice is telling us. So a lot of the times this voice comes uh, to us um, through our subconscious programming of self-preservation. the, the key to being able to overcome this is to take stock in what may be causing the limiting mindset and to strategize on how you will overcome it. So for me, it was me telling myself that I would not be able to find a job doing graphic design like I was doing and that I needed to hang on and ignore anything that would have not been congruent to what I wanted to accomplish. So how I got over it? Well, that is where my training in NLP comes into the picture. So I heard my inner voice. It gave me all the answers that I needed in order to strategize on how I was going to move forward. I let go of any negativity I may have held on to from the actions of my employer and I took the first steps to affect change in my mind mindset and the patterns that I had been stuck in. So in the order to do that, I also had to recognize what was inside of who I was. Why was I in the situation that I was in and what I needed to do? And then I had to take the first step of the seven steps of personal growth. And this is a big one, Doug. So the first step would be the state of ignorance. Basically, I was telling myself that I could not see beyond my own thoughts and feelings. Then I had to become aware of my old habits. I had to see what my limitations of my actions and perceptions were. And once I've identified that, then it was more of a trigger to dying to the old ways of doing things. So I was fighting with myself and uh, was refusing to see and experience my life in a different way. So which is what kept me into that hoping for things to change. And then I had to make a commitment to growth. So I had to commit to myself to grow in maturity before all things. So the next step is resistance to growth. So I was having internal battles within myself that undermined my growth efforts. So a lot of these things like, say, for instance, um, telling myself, you know, you don't have to exercise today. You can make up for it tomorrow. But what have happened tomorrow if I were to do the same excuse, right? So resisting to become physically fit or resisting to go into another job, these are really, really big hurdles when you're resisting yourself. The next stage is judgment. So I had to ensure that everything I did was with true intent. I had to lower my tolerance for anything false, immature, and superficial. I had to start overseeing my own destiny and not let someone who did not see value in who I was and what I could contribute. So basically, take charge of where I was going. And the last step was the acceptance and autonomy. So I created peace within myself and with other people. So my old boss was not in charge of me anymore. So I had to let go of any negative thoughts that I had about this person. And then I started my path to breaking the chokeholds. 
You know, Glenn, that's incredible. Those seven steps that you share there are, you know, can be used to help anybody move forward, whether it's in a career, whether it's in new relationships, whether it's in starting a business, just whatever it is. And I think you really spelled them out really, really well. So thanks for sharing that. It's my pleasure. I enjoy this stuff. And it's very exciting when you can start pinpointing things that are stopping you. Then the real exciting part is the planning of how to step through that and rise above it and work with it so that you can become successful or that you can reach goals or that that drives your passion, right? So moving on now. So let's talk about entrepreneurial victory. So every entrepreneur has that turning point story. So Doug, have you ever met someone or read an article recently with an incredible story of perseverance? Absolutely, Glenn. And we have a great story to share with our audience today. And it's one of uh, the amazing Sylvester Stallone. I mean, love him or hate him. He is one of the biggest and best success stories in Hollywood. And his story, just in a nutshell, and I'm, it's going to blow your guys' minds away, but he really, what he ended up doing, he decided what he wanted and he never gave up and he didn't let fear and limiting, limiting beliefs hold him back. It's like he had a master's in NLP himself, uh, Glenn, as well. But, you know, and so as the, um, as the decision goes, or the, the story goes, this is one of the greatest stories ever told in Hollywood. And I really do hope they actually make a movie of Sylvester Stallone and his his life because it would absolutely uh, be a great movie that I would go see and, and many millions others would as well. But at one time though, before Sylvester Stallone became one of the most famous American movie stars, back in the day when he was just starting, he was a struggling actor in every definition. You know, but at, at some point he got so broke that he stole his wife's jewelry and sold it. You know, things got so bad that he even ended up homeless. Yeah, and you know, he slept in New York in the New York bus station for three days, apparently. He was unable to pay uh, rent or afford food. His lowest point came when when he even tried to sell his dog at a liquor store to any stranger he could find. He didn't have any money to feed the dog anymore, so he had to sell it. And he sold it for a measly $25. And he walked away crying and cried for days, knowing he had to do that. But two weeks later, he saw a boxing match between Muhammad Ali and Chuck Wepner. And that match gave him the inspiration to write the script for the famous movie Rocky. You know, he wrote the script in just 20 hours he was so inspired. You know, he tried to sell the script, though, and he did get an offer for $125,000, but he had just one request. He wanted to star in the movie. He wanted to be the main actor. He wanted to be Rocky himself. But the studio that he was selling the script to, they said no. They wanted a real star. They said Sylvester Stallone looked funny and he talked funny and he wouldn't be any benefit to the movie. So he left with his script. But a few weeks later, the studio offered him $250,000 for the script. And Sylvester Stallone refused. They even offered him $350,000. But Stallone, he still refused. You know, he wanted his movie. He wanted to be in his movie. But the studio didn't want him. He said, no, he had to be in that movie. What conviction he had. So after a while, though, the studio agreed to give him a measly $35,000 for the script and would let Sylvester Stallone star in the movie. But the funny thing is, the rest is history. The movie won Best Picture. 
picture, best directing, best film editing, and even won the prestigious Oscar award. And he was even nominated for best actor. You know, the movie Rocky uh, was even inducted into the American National Film Registry as one of the greatest movies ever. So the one thing, what did he do, though? The the greatest part of the story is when he made this $35,000, he went to go buy his dog back. He went on a pursuit for days, waiting at the liquor stores, looking around town to find the person that he sold his dog to. But the tough thing was the man refused to sell Stallone his dog. And Stallone offered him $100. The man refused. So Stallone offered him $500. The guy refused. And yes, he even refused $1,000. But in the end, believe it or not, Stallone had to pay $15,000 to get the same dog back that he sold for $25. But the greatest thing about this story is that it really shares a testament about what it is when you have a positive mindset. You never let others crush your dream. Whatever happens to you, keep dreaming, keep believing. You know, when people try to crush your hopes, you got to keep dreaming, you got to keep believing. When shit happens in your life, you got to keep believing and keep dreaming. And just don't stop. It's you're the only one that is in charge of your destiny. You have so much more potential than what you think. Just stand up and fight for glory and fight for your best life, Glenn. Yeah, wow. What a great story, Doug. I tell you, I never get tired of hearing about Sly Stallone. Yeah, right. And Glenn, you know what? It's absolutely a great story and something we all need to be inspired by because success is uh, available to everyone. But to now, what we want to be able to do is just really kind of do a quick recap um, uh, about our uh, podcast today. And really what we just want to be able to just share is that is let everybody know that what we're just trying to say is our actions are based on our mindset and it's the fears and beliefs that we have. And so we as humans are so scared of failure, rejection and ridicule, and it creates a paralyzing reaction in our nervous system. And it's called a chokehold. And so, and we feel it, we feel this chokehold in the, in our solar plexus and it moves up to our throat and it affects our breathing and our heart rate. And it even creates a foggy brain and it creates so much tension and stress on ourselves that we can't even think straight. And we're so frightened of negative possibilities that we quit even before we get started. And our whole system gets jumbled up and there is no way that we can take action, uncomfortable action, jumping out of our comfort zone. There is absolutely no way when you have fears and limiting beliefs. So we have to do everything we can to develop a self-confidence. And and the great thing is a self-confidence is a learned behavior and it all starts Starts with controlling your mindset. You know, for example, for me, the one thing that I played around with my mindset, uh, I actually turned fear on itself and was a way that I could bust through fear and limiting beliefs. And I said, you know what? I saw what was more fearful, my life, 5, 10, 15 years down the road. If I missed out in all the opportunities that were available to me, and I became stagnant in life, I looked at that and said, holy shit, that is a real scary situation. And so there was no action. There was no uh, decision. There was no nothing that would be more fearful than a life 10, 20, 30 years, or even meeting my maker. 
at the end of my life saying, I didn't do anything great with my life because I was too scared. So anyhow, I just uh, want to leave a, a quote here before we move on to some some questions um, is that, you know, uh, you know, growth is painful and change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. And that's a great quote by Mariana Murthy, and he is a businessman. Anyhow, so with that said, Glenn, we're going to lead into the last section of our podcast, and I want to start off with asking you some key questions for yourself related to your own growth, and then we are also going to have some assignment questions for our audience here. So Glenn, if you're ready, I want to ask you some key key questions here. So why do you think, Glenn, you still don't have all the success, wealth, and happiness you want? Well, it's a very simple answer, Doug. It's basically, um, I would just have to say that I just, I limited myself in many areas of my life. Were you settling for less than you were worth and, and why? No, and, that, and that's another good question, Doug. So when it comes to my self-worth, I think more than anything that I was actually selling myself short, um, not looking at options that kept me in a state of holding hope that my situation would get better versus me taking charge of where I was to go next. Um, once I realized where I was going next, it was very empowering. I like the fact that you recognize of your self-worth when you said you started moving your career. You realized that at that time, you just didn't feel you were being treated with this, your self-worth. So, And because of that in the past, and I know you're changing as a total individual now, but had you put off any parts of your life on hold and why? And, and are you putting off still any, any parts of your life? I'm not actually putting anything on hold right now in my life. Um, what I've done is I've actually created options for myself. I looked at all the directions that I could go and I just basically started the process of creating the path that I wanted to go on. So, Glenn, this is a big question. You know, what do you fear most in life? And is there anything you are running away from? Yikes. That's another great question, Doug. And I, you know, honestly, I wouldn't say that I'm not fearing anything right now. It has to do with how you view the world when change is actually on the horizon. So just to kind of sum it all up, I would just say that I'm actually more excited and anxious to see where I'm going. You know, that's that's fabulous. And so what have you done through the studying that you've uh, done in NLP? What is your inner dialogue like and what negative talks should you stop telling yourself or have you stopped telling yourself? What negative thoughts, Doug? I mean, basically, my inner dialogue right now is in check with how I'm affecting change in my life. You know, that's that's a, a great point. And, you know, Glenn, we've got uh, those questions that I just asked you. We want the audience to also answer those questions for themselves. And we have just about another uh, six or so questions that uh, we'd like to leave with our audience to ponder as well. And so with our audience out there, these questions are directly to you now as well. So we want you to think back over the past couple of months. How many times has that stinking thinking, and that's your fear and limiting beliefs, stopped you from succeeding? Has it been once, twice, or every time? When do you are you letting that stinking thinking controlling you? You know, and write down what are some of those examples of that stinking thinking of fears and limiting beliefs, right? And a lot of people, they call them uh, uh, ants in their head, right? Automatic negative thoughts. What fears have stopped you in the past five days? And where are they showing up in your life? You got to start to become aware about that. And a big question, what 
is your inaction been costing you? So because of the fear and limiting beliefs is creating inaction in your life towards your goals. And what's it costing you and your loved ones so far? And if you continue to let your fears and limiting beliefs manifest and run your life, how else are they going to cost you in the future in the next five and 10 years? So with those questions, I also want to ask one last question with anybody that has any specific goals and they can break through their fears and limiting beliefs. What new skill sets do you need to equip yourself with to thrive? to not just settle, but to survive, to achieve your goals and really truly design a life, a career and or business you love. And I I just want to add one more question to that. What one action can you take this week to break through your chokeholds? Brilliant question because you may, knowing is not enough, right? True power is, knowledge is not true power. Only knowledge acted on is true power. So well said, Glenn. Thanks, Doug. Well, that concludes our chokehold. But remember, the journey to designing a business and life you love starts with a single step. So don't let fear or doubt hold you back. Get the courage and take that first step towards living your best life. Yes. And thanks for tuning in to Breaking the Chokehold. We'll be back next week with more insights, stories, and actionable advice. So keep breaking those chokeholds and keep pushing forward. 